Welcome back, everyone, to the 20 by 20 pod, sponsored by 20 by 20 Apparel. This is Peter, and I'm here briefly to remind you to follow us on all socials at 20 by 20 pod and at 20 by 20 Apparel. This is part two of our best of 2020. If you follow the apparel side on Twitter, you would have already seen all of these or 100 moments good bad and ugly the biggest the smallest the strangest and the strongest things that encompassed 2020 the year 2020 i don't want to bore you let's get right down to it we have marmalade here we pay them and the whole band by the appearance so let's get our money's worth Let's kick it to the band and let's get to the second half of the best of 2020. Live from the 20 by 20 studios, sponsored by 20 by 20 Apparel, this is the 20 by 20 podcast. I am Marmalade Foulweather and here are your hosts, Peter and Chris. We are back with the second half of our, what is it, the best of 2020? The best of, the worst of, and the... Best of 2020, best and worst. We need to get a good tagline for what it really is. The biggest, the smallest, the strangest, the strongest. (laughs) That's what we should do. We do love that. All the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams of 2020. Oh, man. So we've done half. We're now into the home stretch, as they call it. Second half. We're a second half team. (laughs) Yeah, One that I wrote down that neither one of us saw or (laughs) give a fuck about. Uh, Karrion Cross won the NXT title and then gets injured immediately. I assumed Um, you watched this, so that's what... (laughs) No, no, not at all. (laughs) The last NXT I watched was... Walter and Kushida <laughs> from like October of 19. So yeah, I mean, Cross was, uh, I don't even get it. Like he was a big deal in TNA and I mean, he's a big signing and then he's got a big valet. <laughs> you've got a big something. When she, when she comes walking down the aisle. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> oh baby. Uh, it's kind of funny, and I'm sure this happens, and maybe it's just me looking into things, but so Scarlet has a very like definitive outfit, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen Carmella since she's come back? It's like the exact same, yeah. and it's like kind of weird, but Carmella looks weird recently. I don't know if it's like she's too tan or her like hair is too... Uh, it's, she she's always look kind of off... <laughs> Anyway, I need to rein you in. Uh, transition. <laughs> Shit. Um, rein you in. Anyways, anyways, uh, yeah. So Cross came in, like, kind of blew through the competition, and then won the title right away. But I think he got hurt in that match, so he kind of had to forfeit it right away too. So got the old I think he's been, curse. The, yeah. So he's back now and uh, on his way to doing whatever. But I don't know. Like, I get it. He's cool, but, like, how many... I don't know what separates him from everyone else. But. Yeah, he's just a big dude. I don't know what his gimmick is. I mean, I always felt the same way about Lance Archer, but he's the fucking man yeah. now. I just I can't, I can't explain Archer. it, but he is. Yeah, Jake the Snake, man. Creepy Jake the Snake in the woods. 
Did you pick up? I guess I, now we're going backwards from what we just talked about, but from the uh, the Brody Lee episode of Dynamite, did you pick up that Lance Archer wore like a Luke Harper getup? They mentioned like, that was even. sweet. Um, another sweet one from that was, um, I don't know if you've seen the clip, but they were showing it a ton when Brody was in, uh, uh, Chikara, there was a famous match where the, the referee was checking the other guy's boot and Brody just came up and kicked him right in the mouth and beat him. Mm-hmm. And Uno and Kingston redid that. I didn't care like, that. Uno told, I think it was uh, Remsburg, he's like, check him, check him. And he bent down to do it, and then Uno, like, big booted him. Once. It was kind of sweet. That's cool. Every match had, like, you know, something. Like, there. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, there's just there's just a bunch of big dudes around. And I mean, he was one of them. That's funny that you know, we're talking about that. But uh, uh, Brody Lee was kind of one of them, too. Like, if you just line them all up, there's just a bunch of tall hosses. And it's like, what separates each one? And. You know, some guys have something different and some don't. Yeah, I don't know what Cross has that's different. Uh, I know what he has. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Uh, Next up, uh, great TNA. (laughs) TNA. Great impact lineup here. Who shot John E. Bravo? (laughs) Please tell me you've followed any of us. I know what it is, but I didn't actually get to see the... (laughs) <laughs> the wedding the wedding <laughs> so yeah long story short johnny bravo is marrying rosemary he gets shot <laughs> during the ceremony and then that's not even like the fun part of it and then it turns into tommy dreamer is the detective <laughs> and he's trying to go around solving the crime ends up going to court johnny swinger is on trial uh, D'Lo Brown is the judge. So good. And, uh, <laughs> so he get he gets off, and uh, that's comedy. And then the dickhead Larry D is the one who they're accusing now. And uh, it's just funny that there's like a match for his innocence. <laughs> He's like, so that's how it works. I can just win a match and like I'm off. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I guess so. So like it's it's funny when TNA knows that they're being funny you know it's all tongue in cheek but yeah i still don't know if we know who shot Johnny Brown. it probably is the epitome of what we love huh no yeah 100 uh, percent. it's great i don't know why you don't other than the fact that you don't get it I, I, like physically how to use twitch rack did send me his cable login to like download the app and oh. watch on his but we were talking about getting the impact app Paying oh, the seven ninety nine a month, actually, I'm tossing, I got it. Uh, well, three of us talking. I'm tossing two fifty to get that. <laughs> That's probably one of those. It's funny that like the biggest ones are the ones that you can like uh, watch with multiple ways. But like, I bet that one's so shitty that more than one yeah, person sure. watching at a time will fuck it up. That's. So. I don't mind paying for any of them. It's just I forget I even have it at that point, and then you're like paying months on end it's like a gym membership you forget you yeah. have it, you know do you still have your independent wrestling one no i did delete that one because could not keep up and then i seen they lost gcw and i'm like man but they have a ton of cool shit on there oh wrestling, yeah death matches iwa 
when I had it, there was a run where I was just watching uh, King of the Death matches from IWA on there. Like, <laughs> watching Moxley wee whipper people's chest and stuff. Daniel on the sleep fell asleep on the couch and woke up to one of those. She's like, "What are you watching?" <laughs> yeah, a that's a very good question. <laughs> I don't know what you're watching. That's nonsense. The amount of times I get, "What are you watching?" and "What are you listening to?" when I'm in the basement listening to music at work. <laughs> well. She married you. Yeah, that's what I said. You procreated twice with me. That's your problem. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. All right. On to the next Anyways. One. Next one. Brock Lesnar dominating the Royal <laughs> Rumble. That's all you. Rumble talk is all you. This is one uh, we forgot about. When we made the list, we had the, the tributes to the uh, ones we've lost eating up Oh, uh, like seven individual pieces or whatever. Yep. You know? And uh, we're like, ah, we should do it all as one. We did it all as one last time. And I'm like, oh, man, one of us said that. Brock Lesnar beating ass. You might have texted me that. Remember Brock Lesnar t- tore it up? And I'm like, oh, man. And he was, like, dancing to Shelton Benjamin's entry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lesnar dominating the Rumble was awesome. And usually I'm a big fan. I want a bunch of guys in the ring, which is – in the end, just guys punching and kicking, but I love yes. the rumble ring just to kind of like watch and you sometimes catch something funny happening, but Lesnar just kicking ass and throwing people out nonstop was perfect. And that's like last you seen him, right? He kind of disappeared after that. Um, he lost the belt to McIntyre and that was it. Yeah, yeah, at WrestleMania. Which was also kind of cool that he was the champ and said, I'm so good, I'm going to win the rumble as the champ was a cool different yeah you know for for once there's a lot of like cool little storylines that the rumble you know brought together so at the alamo dome too the rumble uh was it yeah i don't remember that i feel like they're the last couple have all been Uh, in in arizona i i may be confusing it i think the alamo dome was the year ivan was born because remember he was born during the rumble i think that was at the alamo dome where orton won it Talk about one that I don't remember. I keep meaning to go back and look because I believe Ivan was born during the pre-show. So I'm like, I want to find the exact moment he was born and print out a picture of what was happening in the ring. <laughs> That's funny. I think as you were texting all of us, we're like, you better name him after whatever wrestler is coming out at the Rumble at that particular moment. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Good Brothers were in some shitty tag match during the opener, <laughs> which is sweet that he was born during the Good Brothers match. <laughs> That would be funny. That'd be something cool to like. Yeah, if you could get that printed out, like give them the autograph. Yeah, exactly. Like, print. <laughs> oh Jesus! I remember the next day watching that on my phone, like sitting in the little shitty rocking chair you had, you know, in the hospital room. Good times. Yeah, I don't remember that rumble at all. Man, I need to go back and watch that. That's the yeah, past seven years. Yeah, that's funny that. You restart from the beginning every time. We really need to start from like most recent backwards. Right. Like after the Rumble, if we're going to start watching Manias, we should start from like last year's and go back because we'll we've seen you know one through seventeen a million times. That one year we watched yeah. them all and ranked them. We did pretty good on like definitive list, but that was like up until twenty two or something at that point. Yeah, that was not much past yeah mid twenties if at all. So. See, we were doing shitty lists even back then. We love listing and ranking and making spreadsheets. 
<laughs> we had the little, I made those little cards of oh, each yeah. one. They're like up above the staircase. Yeah. They're just displayed in my mom's living room and she just left I there. I can't believe that we like sat and watched them all. Yeah, together, watched every Rumble or every Mania. <laughs> yeah, how is that possible? Like, that doesn't seem like feasible nowadays. I don't know. That was fucking 15 years ago. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What mania are we on? Like 37? I have no idea. Star? Boot? Ship? <laughs> ship. <laughs> this year's going to be mask. <laughs> <laughs> Where's it supposed to be this year? Did they announce it? San Francisco? No way. That's where it was supposed bet- to be, right? Uh, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I really don't know. I no it's supposed to be San Fran. Oh, well. You know what I do want to go back and watch? Now, this is why we have podcast episodes that last eight hours, much like WrestleMania. Listening to all the you know Major Brothers podcasts, I really want to go back and watch their stuff. Like, I didn't appreciate... I mean, Hawkins didn't really do much while he was there, but like, I did not appreciate anything that Zack Ryder did. His whole time of like coming up and... You know, the thing with, like, Eve and Kane, John Cena, like, I think I was watching, but I didn't, like, put much thought into it. Like, to go back and watch that now it's, would probably be pretty interesting. That for sure, because um, that was, like, his big storyline. I remember, like, getting excited that he won the Intercontinental title, and they just make him lose it the next night at Raw. Yeah. That's crazy that, like, yeah, he won a ladder match at WrestleMania. Like, how... I don't know. We like, yeah, still talk about this. The last Raw we went to was... A couple years ago, oh. like the week of New Year's, <laughs> they had the Royal, like a battle royal for uh, number one contender for any kind of title or something. And the crowd is like fully behind Hawkins. We're all cheering. He gets eliminated. It's like a balloon deflated. And Cedric uh, <laughs> Alexander or something wins. And it's just like no one gives a shit because he's just a guy. Like, like why? Yeah. how do you not realize people are into these dudes? Just give them a, I don't know. It's so weird. And even like their tag match that they, I didn't put this together that they beat FTR for the titles like the Mania or two ago. So I kind of want to go back and watch that too. Like again, watching Mania's backwards. The tag balls in WWE don't didn't mean anything for the longest time. So yeah, it's all a mix and match of nonsense. Yeah, I'm going back and watching all of the Z True Long Island stories because that's again not in the era that I was watching. They're kind of funny in retrospect that 10 years ago he was doing the same shit that they're doing now. Right. So props to Hawkins and Ryder for, you know, doing their thing. And then another tag team that gets respect from us on our list, the Motor City Machine Guns reuniting in 2020. I mean, this has got money written all over it. I love the Machine Guns. Michigan boys. Um, Yeah. I mean, Saban... You know, I I should have looked to see if this was 2020 or not, but it's so funny to think like what when I think of what happened in 2020, like you only have those like two or three months, and then it's just everything gets blown up. So <laughs> yeah, it, you're when was Alex Shelley? When did he come to NXT? Was that 2020? Because he he teamed with Kushida like once, right? And then maybe he had like one other match, and then that feels done. like it was 2020, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I have no clue. Again, so lost on time. But <laughs> I mean, well overdue that he got that. Uh, too bad he didn't like get anything more out of that. But 
Um, he would have just gotten lost in the shuffle, so that's all good. But that put him back in impact, and Chris Saban coming back, and they won the tag titles. So one of the better teams, if not the best team of our generation. So yeah, um, especially not make it to the uh, the big stage, you know. But they had great runs everywhere, except you know, obviously WWE. But you know, those guys are, are great, and uh, they're ones that you feel like good to see. People don't appreciate enough, and then like ten years from now, like all of a sudden, people will like go on a like run of them, you know, and it'll be like I'm trying to think of like a comparison now of like someone who was great at the time that no one really cared about, and then. A decade um, later, people like love when they finally discover them. You know, I don't know if it's be just because of like social media or your ease of being able to watch things. And maybe this, this is bleeding into like all other lists that I think we have for future episodes. But that may be like the best example for what you're saying is like William Regal. Yeah. Like he was there and he was good. But like now, you, maybe Tracy Smothers is a good one too. Like, he was there, and they were, like, awesome, but you didn't realize it. But now it's, like, Regal is, like, the fucking standard bearer for wrestling in that era. You know what I mean? It's I wouldn't say on, like, insane level. Like, if Ric Flair never got the props and love and publicity he got through WWE, would he still even be, a cons- like, loved as much as he is, you know? Oh, God. Like, like, uh, before, like before they took him under their, you know, did the farewell and put him in evolution, like wrestling nerds loved him but like he's a crossover like he's on kevin hart's youtube show and shit and you're like <laughs> i feel like he wouldn't have gotten enough love like he wouldn't like people would talk about hogan still at this point yeah if, if flair didn't show up in WWE, would he have gotten like enough love as he deserves you know what i mean you mean like the second time around right not obviously not like 91 right, yeah. 92 the second time around kind of like i felt like injected people to like go back like they put out that dvd set and everyone went back and rewatched and like man flair yeah the fucking shit like i feel like a lot of people didn't outside of the hardcore nerds i don't know that's something i yeah that's weird that's a that's an interesting debate like yeah if he would have just faded out not come back like done fucking tna for eight years and he did that last match with sting and that was it. That was his last hurrah. Like, would he have been considered the greatest of all time? Wrestling nerds, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's a good question. I, I would think so, but you may be right. Like, I, that's a that's a debate. We'll save that for another let, day. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think, Kevin, or Brendo, or anyone who's listening, <laughs> any of our friends. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to consider that. That'll be something we think about. Um, next up, I have Renee Young leaving WWE. Um, I think when I wrote this down, you didn't even like realize. You didn't like not realize that she left, or that, <laughs> like we had some like weird debate about it. No, we were discussing the SmackDown because you said didn't talking Smack end, and I was like, it says it's back. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It did just come back, which is hilarious that they cut it. She said, well, you're not doing anything with me, so I'm just going to leave. <laughs> then they bring him back. <laughs> but uh, She seems like yeah, I mean, she, good, like legit work for like, ESPN or something, though. I feel like she's she's got it. For a- yeah, I'm I'm surprised. Like I think right away that everyone thought that that's what she was going to do, but either that or she's going to go to AEW, which she didn't either. She's 
now impregnated with John Moxley's <laughs> demon seed. <laughs> with his demon seed. His demon seed. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she'll... If she pops up somewhere, cool. If she doesn't, you know, maybe it's just not the life for her. You know, not not everyone who's a... Even just like the announcers, like that's not always their li- lifetime gig, you know? Right. It's, not everyone's JR. You have your Todd Pettengills and your Sean Mooney's. And your, <laughs> not everyone's uh, Todd Pettengill, my book. <laughs> not everyone's Craig DeGeorge. <laughs> Craig DeGeorge. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe she'll come back and do something, maybe she won't. But her leaving was kind of a big deal because she was a, you know, a, a big part yeah, of what sure. they were doing. And, she was an A-level on-air personality, I feel like. Yeah. She hosted that that weird show on FS1 and she was the first female announcer and yeah, she did good. It was a little choppy at first on uh, the announcing side, but I still think that she was not on those, but on like either was it the evolution pay-per-view or NXT where she would be doing it with Beth Phoenix and they both sounded so, yeah, like they sounded so similar that you couldn't really tell. And I think it was Beth that was not good. But I, I don't know. Again, I didn't really watch. So it doesn't help too when there's like 16 people at the booth. Like, yeah, yeah. Issues when they have like f- four to five people doing commentary. And what's going on? <laughs> yeah, if it was just her and someone else, but I th- she was definitely in the era of a ton of people on there. Right. So. You're throwing, no need for that. throwing her to the wolves, as you say, when you're just <laughs> dropping her. Yeah. Three people been doing it for ten years. Next, I have Impact's returning stars, which ties into a previous one of everyone who got laid off in, uh, what is that, April of 2020 from WWE. But of all the places that kind of picked up the pieces, Impact got a lot of their guys back. So they got uh, Brian Myers came back, uh, all in like one pay-per-view too. It was Myers, EC3, uh, Eric Young, Gallows, and then he brought Carl Anderson for the first time. Uh, God, who else came back? Uh, there's one or two others. There's just it's crazy amount of people who've showed back up at Impact. And all the people who like were sitting on W, not doing anything with them, that were sweet, and y'all knew they were sweet. And yeah, they came back, and it's exciting to see them back because you're like, oh man, these guys are awesome. And they did nothing with them. Yeah, and they jumped like right into the main event picture, like. Eric Young has kind of fallen out of it now, but he was world champ right off the bat. It was a first time there, but Heath Slater was another one who showed up there. Easy to say all those guys were going to go back there, but they did and they made it work. So props to uh, Impact Wrestling. I've loved you since forever. (laughs) You were a day (laughs) one-er. Here's another, a lot of these now that we're getting into have kind of tied into past ones that we've already talked about, but I think we left it alone because we knew they were coming. Fucking, here's a big one right here. Eddie Kingston crosses over to AEW. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking the man. The man. That one like when, that got me like fully engaged. I want to like keep up on AEW. Like, I watched it when it started. That kind of fell off because I'm like, I don't know. It's fine. It is what it is. And then Kingston showed up. And I was like, I got to see Kingston out there. And then when he got signed, I'm like, man, he's the man. They have like a sweet roster. And I kind of like 
drew me into like, okay, I want to watch this every week was him. Getting yeah. There. His, uh, so his initial promo was fire <laughs> with him and Cody and Arn. And then the one that he had after, like, I think that's probably what got him his job. You know, like he had a, a sweet one after the show. Yeah. Eddie, tonight you lost against Cody for the TNT championship. How are you feeling? <clears throat> let me uh, let me gather my thoughts real quick. Uh, I learned a long time ago in this <clears throat> in this life, uh, you never lose. You learn. And uh, I learned tonight that Cody was the better man. He was a better grappler. He was a better a better fighter but just tonight I've been doing this for a very long time I'm not going to say the year the number all that jazz because that's just pitiful to say in my opinion my humble opinion but uh I have nothing else in this life that I love doing so whether AEW brings me back or not I'm going to keep going I'm going to keep going until the wheels fall off because I have nothing else but this. I chose to have nothing else but this. Cody, you were the better man tonight. I give you that. No excuses, man. You were. But, uh, (laughs) I'm not stopping. I'm going to learn and move forward. That's because that's just... That's all I can do. And, uh, man, that's it. I'm just gonna, I gotta walk away, man, because I'm, I, I'm, I learned, I'm gonna move on. <clears throat> I'll be back. All right, I'll be back. I mean, he's had main event of the show, he made event at a pay per view. I mean, Jesus Christ. This still has some doubters which i don't get fucking your your boy nick says that he is not good on the mic and i, oh, I, I, I don't know what he has no body and he's not good in the ring the mic is the one that's the one thing for sure <laughs> yeah i i don't know he's like he's not that good i'm like i don't know what you're listening to i was just gonna so. say he's like the epitome of he could lose a match and cut a promo the next night and make you think him losing the match meant nothing like he didn't lose yeah. any traction because his promo after losing the match was so good, you forget that he lost the match. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he definitely lost like two main event matches yeah. to Moxley, and that's hasn't stopped him. Yeah, so. but he like cuts the promo, make you realize like, oh man, he's awesome. Like <laughs> I don't know, he he's good at making you forget he lose. He's lost the match, you know? Yeah, he's top two, if not top one. I like um, I. I I've been telling Aaron how much we love him, cousin Aaron. I'd like to hear what he thinks about him because he didn't know him at all until he showed up in AEW. So, and he watches AEW fairly religiously, right? Yeah, he watches that Raw and SmackDown all live every week. <laughs> Jesus Christ, poor <laughs> bastard. <laughs> well, Kingston was in my top two, and I think he was in your top two or three, right? Yeah. Of, uh, and then the our consensus number one is next on the list: the Fiend. On fire. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, 
Yeah. I, mean, I don't know where they're going with this. Just Ray but... White in general, I'm sure, at some point here. But, yeah, neither of us have watched this. Or you did watch this, right? Fiend King Sinful. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I think it's uh, so weird. just from the, the gifts I've seen. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad they are trying to dive into the horror nonsense in wrestling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I see people are complaining that it looked like it was a I mean, it is a dummy on <laughs> fire in the ring. Yeah. People complaining that it looks like that, but I'm like, yeah, but that's what's great about 80s horror movies. And like, I'd rather have realistic gore and horror that looks fake as opposed to, uh, I'm saying CGI yeah. movies. I don't know what it would be in wrestling, just not not going for it. Like, just go for yeah. go for the home run. And if it doesn't work, whatever. It's still something you haven't seen. And like I didn't was just <laughs> picking it up off of Twitter. I didn't really understand what truly went on. But yeah, like <laughs> it's clearly not him. I mean, fuck. <laughs> like he doused him and just lit him on fire. I thought he got caught on fire a little bit. He and then I saw right like on and rolled in the ring, right? Is that what happens? Yeah. So like that's where I, I've maybe you're mixing it up because that's what I did too. Like, so the I, it was like an inferno match, like you had to light the guy on fire, which yeah. I didn't realize. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he was outside and he like caught his back on fire and then he like ran in the ring and attacked him. And I thought that was it, like when everyone was saying, Oh my god, he like got up after that. I'm like, Oh, that was it. But then he fucking laid him out and just fucking lit the motherfucker on fire. And I'm like, oh, that's what happened. <laughs> like, that's different. Uh, yeah, that was a straight-up dumb thing. I mean, it was fucking engulfed in flames. But the first one was like, oh, yeah, it's on his back. Okay. Like, I guess you're selling that. Like, it's on your coat. But then the next one was, you know. Still cool. I don't know if I'm saying that's sweet or not. The time will tell. So <laughs> I don't really. I don't know where this next one is going. There's a couple here that I don't know where they're going. <laughs> uh, indie shows adapt. I think are we just saying that how the independent shows kind of came back early and yeah, they did what they had uh, to do. Outdoor shows. Uh, a lot of local shows did a pop ups in like people's backyards where you bought a ticket and then you got an email the day of like where to go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, GCW seemed to do pretty well on handling the pandemic and spacing out seats and figuring it out. Um, some just did streaming with no fans in attendance. Uh, uh, independent wrestling TV kind of was the catalyst for that, you know? So. I don't think I saw any of those. Did that really happen? Any, but I seen yes, I seen some had just shows with no one there. You know, they kind of ran it somewhere, I believe. But uh, yeah, the only ones I really picked up on were the GCW ones on the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. I forget. Did I like buy those or did Rex buy? Someone bought Rex those. Went to one um, of them. Uh, the one in Indianapolis, yeah. right? Yeah, there was like two there, um, spaced out. But yeah, I think I watched the ones on the boardwalk online. Um, but yeah, GCW was kind of in my head. They were the forerunners. Yeah, they're the ones. The forerunners that pulled it off, doing it right. I think right in the middle of that, IWA Mid South did one that was just straight <laughs> up like show with no mask. Yeah, no mask. I was gonna say a thousand people, but there's no way they pulled a thousand no. people. Um, just did not space anyone out. Yeah, no, it was like in a very small arena. And we could uh, say uh, JCW adapted. They did it in Violent J's house. (laughs) 
Hey, now you're skipping ahead. Come in on, now. backyard. <laughs> Let's later on the list. Uh, next, we have Twitch and YouTube accounts. <laughs> uh, re- referencing WWE trying to stop their people from making uh, money outside of the business on the name that they build. Yeah, company. it's a uh, that's a strange dynamic. I get both arguments, but I feel like. I'm going to side with the wrestlers. I mean, you're going to side with the worker here, right? You You got to. Until Vince comes to call and then you'll side with him. Until Vince buys out 20 by 20, I'll be like, I'm totally down with you, Vince. I hear your argument. (laughs) (laughs) If you call uh, cease and desist uh, buying out, then yes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, uh, either way, that was the same thing with like the speaking out hashtag. It's not a good or bad moment in wrestling. It's just a moment in wrestling, you know, they kind of define the yeah. year for sure. And yeah, no, it's not even like one thing that happened. It's like an overall like thought, you know, it wasn't an event. It was a, yeah, just something that happened. kind of, uh, changed the dynamics of, I mean, WWE now is trying to put, they have that, uh, video game show on the network with the people who are making money on their own Twitches, you know, playing. Yeah. So, it's just f- funny seeing how things adapt and change. It's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me sleepy. Adapting is a good way to phrase our next competitor in the Raw Rumble of top twenty of t- top twenty top hundred of twenty twenty. Uh, we touched on this earlier. Roman Reigns becoming a Heyman guy. Yeah, this is a kind of part one, right, of the uh, head of the table. Yeah, I, again, I I think this would have gone much differently with a crowd. Um, but yeah, just him aligning with Heyman and turning heel in general started the trajectory of him doing something different. And it was something uh, I was, it was, uh, wasn't all immediate. I was hoping for when they had that match, Lesnar and Reigns. You're like Lesnar and Heyman right kind of you know, burnt out, you know what I mean? So you were hoping for Heyman to turn on Lesnar and join Reigns, and it didn't happen, so it was kind of exciting to finally see it happen. I feel like it's... You're just saying that because you liked when Heyman turned on Brock and went with the big show, Rumble 02 or whatever the fuck. One of the greatest eras of WWE was that that SmackDown run, the Kali for the Gold era. (laughs) Uh, no Tell great Kali. There's so much good shit during that time. Uh, next Kali, up, I, I said, oh. I meant Teddy Long's wedding. <laughs> I wish. That was so much nonsense there. Does Teddy Long have a figure? He's. I think he's got to build a figure. No. I swear he's got a commissioner figure. And it's a build oh, a figure. Man. May have to have a... <laughs> Talk about a setup to have like the the wedding setup. Oh man, all the seats, Hornswoggle, <laughs> Vince, and Coach. <sighs> all right. Uh, next, we have uh, AEW chiming in again. Uh, Trent's mom Sue and her van. <laughs> Talk about the stuff that we love. Yes, <laughs> perfect. Not just like that. There's a feud over the van. I mean, that was kind of stupid, but. The, the, I just rewatched this too. The fact that they get driven to the ring, and then she says like, "Have a good time," <laughs> and he goes back and kisses her on the cheek. It's just 
so classic. Like perfect of those two. We've always loved Chuck Taylor. That's one of our oh yeah OG indie dudes we loved. Good to see those two getting you know the the props that they deserve. I kind of overlooked how fucking big Chuck Taylor is. He's a tall ass dude. Uh, you mean Beretta or you mean Chuck Taylor? Chuck too? Taylor. I mean both of them are kind of tall. I guess next to Orange Cassidy. That's where I was oh. measuring them up. I'm like, man, they're pretty tall dudes. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I wouldn't think that Taylor was more than, like, six foot, but... I don't know. For some reason, he looked big last time I was watching it. Hitting those weights, getting big. Because everyone else in that roster is, like, four feet tall. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> disrespectful. Next is a good one. Uh, number 63 on our list. <laughs> Simply... War games in, <laughs> in William Regal's voice. <laughs> it's just it's so funny that every year now, like they have to get a four on four feud, and then Regal has to come out and say he's doing for you. Like it's a surprise. Yeah, but <laughs> it's still real sweet. I mean, I didn't watch War Games. I don't think I've watched the last two or three. Honestly, I don't think I watched any of them. <laughs> but uh. Just the fact that like Regal announces it—that's that's what pops me. Forget the match, just Regal's voice saying, it's "I mean, time for war games." I'm gonna imagine every NXT war games is better than any WCW war games because they're all fucking oh. horrible. Yeah, I mean, there's the the two. Well, yeah, I mean that era. Yes, I mean you're not talking. Yeah, like NWA the early is a different ones, story. WCW war games are all fucking trash. Because you had that weird one that was like the three-on-three-on-three, on three on three, or the every man for himself, or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, the... And then a, the and two with the NWO were real bad, Yeah, right? the NWO and Horseman sucked. The only thing with the Sting coming out was cool. That was a cool storyline, but the match was horrible. Yeah. Well, they can't all be winners. <laughs> Speaking of not being winners... Next up is Rey Mysterio's eyeball. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm fine with it. I wish it would have been more like I, Randy Orton should have pulled it out by his hands and he like should have ate it. It was, it was, it was also Seth Rollins, not Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Either one. Seth Rollins. But you're right. Like originally we kept hearing that like, oh my God, it's like CGI and it's dangling out of his fucking face. And like, yeah, that'd be awesome. But it was just, there was nothing. Like, I mean, the, it, it could have looked as cheesy as it did, but go full cheese then. Just yeah, have Seth Rollins holding a shitty eyeball in the ring. And like, <laughs> like I said, take a bite Stepping out of it. on it. <laughs> Do something weird with it. Is he, still, he is he still up. missing an eye in the storyline? Yes. Like kind of yes. His mask still has like the, the, the covered part. I mean, that's great. That's real funny. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. As long as you commit to that, that's worth it. Yeah, he lost a goddamn eye. He's got to (laughs) stick with that. Kenny Omega stealing the AEW title. Again, we've kind of touched on this, but just... Yeah, top five, right? Like, Bray Wyatt, this is right behind it. Yeah, just how they did it and what it's leading into. Sometimes it's not not what it is, but what follows it. Right. If this is turning into everyone banding together or him like he alluded to it but like if him collecting belts like if he just wins their world title and then he goes and wins you know another title and another title and he wrestles like nick aldis for the nwa title like 
What if they just do that all the way till next year and him and Ibushi wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom? I I mean, isn't that really what they're leading towards? Like I don't know like, how I don't know who wins. Like, who do you go over on World Champion at that point? But like, yeah, what a draw of Ibushi as champ and him as champ. Yeah, I I think eventually the, everything's going to lead back to them doing something, but maybe not like champion versus champion. But yeah, like that's. I just want to see him coming down to the ring like Ultimo Dragon with all of his belts and the fucking belts. wheelbarrow. Did you see the uh, recent promo of uh, Don Callis where he's in uh, Canada and he's talking about the hill that Kenny Omega was training on and like he was doing the uh, the dive or whatever and he like hurt himself and they left him there in the snow. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. It's sweet, it's, it was on, I don't know what he was even on because someone like I think it was Melter. Like someone retweeted, it, like saying it was one of the best promos. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna check this out. And it was, yeah, it was him. And uh, where is he from? The uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Yeah, he's like, see behind me that hill. That's where Kenny Omega was training, and he like was doing the uh, the dive he does. <laughs> he's like, and he was laying there in the snow crying, and we left him there. <laughs> we left him there <laughs> to like crawl back. And I'm like, this is so sweet. Uh, Don Callis is another one that Nick says does not have any mic skills. Come on, man. What is Nick I don't know. I I don't know. I can't defend everybody. I just tell you the facts as I hear them. Yeah, Callis is a man. Another guy who's the man, and you didn't realize this, was Sami Zayn and his Intercontinental title run. I love Sami Zayn. I just did not watch any of this. Yeah, it's it was funny that he won it under like weird means. It was like a three on one that they beat Strowman. And then that had to be like right before COVID. And then I think he went on his like, I'm not coming back. Right. <laughs> That's what I remember. He came back in that ladder match. Did you watch that? It no. was on a random pay per view. Um, him, Hardy, and AJ to like oh. unite. That was real sweet. So that's worth going back and watching. I just don't remember what pay-per-view that was. That's a cool um, trio in a random ladder match. Yeah. And then uh, he just recently lost it. But I, his reign is a pretty solid reign. His gimmick is a good deal. So He looks like a maniac, so I'm totally he does. bored. Next up, the the Boneyard match. I thought that said Boner Yard. <laughs> yeah, which one we... Yeah, no, we're talking straight up the real deal, the Boneyard match. I mean, Obviously, me, real sweet. Me personally, I'm going with Firefly Funhouse as my favorite, but the Boneyard match is like the definitive cinematic match, right? That's the one everyone will look back on. <sighs> yeah, I mean that's an that'd be a list to put together. I think you don't, you can't, <sighs> as just a match, yes, but you can't discount uh, the three Hardys ones from TNA. Yeah. Like without without those. But I mean the one of the, one of them was fucking like 2 hours long. So that it's not like a match. It was like a movie. I think even like the yeah, the first two were even like throughout the show. It wasn't just like, hey, these guys are wrestling and there it is. It was like so I, not counting those, just like you don't count the first two Hell in a Cells in your top yeah. list because it's just you can't beat those. But yeah, I, I don't know if you get better than the Boneyard match. And this was this was night one, right? So night two was Firefly Funhouse. 
I believe that is correct. Because I remember it ending, and I'm like, man, like, fired up. Like, that got me. It hooked me. I'm super excited. This was cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, that had to be, because you know, that ended, it ended night one, and then Lesnar and, and yeah. Drew ended yeah, night right. two. Because I remember Danielle was in the living room with me, because I'm like, oh, you're going to hang out and watch Mania? She's like, yeah, I'll hang out. Fell asleep. <laughs> and, like, woke up to me, like, laughing, like, marking out uh, like him on the motorcycle or something Luke Gallows and Anderson did. Yeah, as soon as it started and they're, you know, you see them coming down with the motorcycle and you're like, oh, here we go. Like, <laughs> right. This is what we wanted to see. <laughs> yeah, it was good. AJ coming out of the coffin. <laughs> yeah. Everything about that was sweet. That was highly entertained and I need to go back and watch that. Next one's a downer. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I guess it's not a downer. It's just in the line of shittiness. Is a uh, Tessa Blanchard's title reign and controversy that followed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean the idea so, is great. I mean, so TNA like does something that's crazy. I don't know, crazy, but it's just it's not been done in a big way. Is putting a major title on a woman wrestler. Okay, you had uh, China with the IC tiles, really it, right? Yeah, uh, Chikara had their world champion as Kimberly. Okay. Um, but I mean, that's Chikara, and no offense, but Chikara yeah, is like, oh. Going, going back, uh, <laughs> speaking Chikara, Mike Quackenbush fell into the, uh, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. we were talking about before, <laughs> the falling oh, off. Video. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wrestling 101 on how not to do a uh, <laughs> apology video. <sighs> um, but anyways, yeah. Kimberly was their world champion. Um, I want to say like in, in AAA or you know, somewhere in Mexico, they've done it. But yeah, not like a big U.S. mainstream company. Right. So they give her the title. Like, it's believable. I, she beat, did she beat Brian Cage? Where she beat Sammy Callahan, I, I don't remember, but like, it's okay. It's like, it's like she's decent. Like I'm, I'm okay with it. And then it comes out that she's a fucking lunatic, and she says and does things that she shouldn't say. <laughs> and then, like, you blame COVID or whatever, but like, they try to book her for shows, and she's just like, I'm in Mexico. I'm not coming back. I'm not dropping the title. And so they just like, okay, and they just wash their hands of her so you know it's it's real weird how that how that all panned out but maybe for the best because she had so much <laughs> shitty controversy around her but and now every time you see like well wwe wants to sign her is she gonna go to aew and it's like ugh, mm-hmm. like do we really need that or do you just want to like let her fucking sail off into the sunset you know right I don't know. It sucks because I like Tully, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I like that Tully. <laughs> but I don't know uh, if we have to pick sides. I, I think we we are anti Tessa, right? Uh based off of uh, people we know, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I just I, I don't know. If, if you got to pick which side you believe. Uh, I believe the people that we know, and not the people that <laughs> never know. met. Yeah, <laughs> so. So fuck her. <laughs> hey, do you have anything to add? 
Anything to add to the Tessa controversy? Or because it's a two TNA for you. <laughs> yes, two TNA for my uh, <laughs> wrestle house. That's about all I know with TNA. That's, a, that's all you need to know. Next up, we've already talked about the Brody Lee tribute. I mean, yeah, perfect show. again, yeah, I don't know how you could get any better than that. <laughs> this is weird how these are written. I almost thought this said Drew Gulak. <laughs> Not Drew Gulak. <laughs> Drew McIntyre winning the big one. So that's obviously him finally coming up and beating Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah, talk about um, the the one moment of the year we talked about things that were built for no audience. There's the one that you wish you had the audience to see. Yeah. God forbid he goes down as like one of the worst champions because of this. That sucks. Like terrible yeah, time. Hype on. leading to that. People were so behind him and so ready for it, and it just I don't know. It hasn't. It's just hard to get excited for it when there's no crowd. Yeah. I mean, he's good, and I, the promos are good, and the matches are good that I've seen, but like, yeah, it's, I don't know if history is going to see it as, as good as we do. Well, as long as someone to. takes the mantle away from Diesel, I don't like that Diesel always gets tossed around as the worst champion. <laughs> makes me upset. That's those big guys. <laughs> oh, here's the worst champion. Next one, simply... Gronk. <laughs> hey. Terrible. Wrestling football crossovers. It happens. They just they never work. Unless it's LT. You gotta you gotta figure out of it, unlike LT. Though we did get to watch Vince do the dive off the balcony, that video they leaked after, you know, he's showing Gronk that it's not that scary to do you I've, I've never seen that. Oh, I did not man. know that happened. Do you know how, like Gronk like dove off the balcony or whatever? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was, There's a video of Vince telling him because he was like didn't want to do it. He's like nervous, and Vince is like, "I'll do it. It's not that scary." So it's a video of Vince like seventy something years old diving backwards <laughs> off this thing. <laughs> That's good. I didn't think I would see that. <laughs> also dumb that like they could have made it more, but I, I guess I I know why. Like he goes and signs back with the Bucks, right? So. He's playing. Why didn't you just keep the title on him? And, like, you could have had something stupid, like someone tried to pin him, like, in a touchdown celebration. Or, <laughs> like, you could have, like, looped it in somehow. And you're on Fox, and football's on Fox. How did you, yeah, you, could have how'd you drop the ball? Crossover, you think? Yeah, but you just, how'd you drop the ball on that? So, <laughs> man, there's a bunch here in a row now that <laughs> we're not going to have much to talk about. Uh, Finn Balor back in NXT. Where's uh, the perfect fit? <laughs> yeah, he's a cricket. <laughs> like, I think we all like Finn Balor, but like, yeah, it didn't. It's not a demotion. I mean, it's they're trying to make it the third brand, but it's effectively now taking him out of my my vision. You know, right? Because so. I'm not watching NXT, which is kind of uh, crazy that they're on TV opposite AEW, and I'm not watching it, but. My rationale is it's on the network, so I can watch it there, so I don't have to like record it. But then that <laughs> keeps me, it. yeah, that keeps me from watching it at all because it's not like clogging up space. So yeah, he's he's running NXT, I guess. Yeah, I don't it, know. When it first started, I tried watching like both of them back to back, you know, every week, but it just keeping up is impossible. Yeah, too much, too much Nitro to watch. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Next up, Otis and the Bank. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jesus. 
the, the, very upsetting though that this did not end in a cash in. Makes me sad, <laughs> but the Otis winning was fantastic. He's fighting through catering, eating stuff, eating. That items. was that's technically a cinematic match, right? Yeah, that was definitely a cinematic match. Had some real funny moments to it, like AJ and Daniel Bryan fighting in Vince's office, <laughs> right? And that's me legitimately thinking that Vince didn't know who either one of them were. <laughs> but yeah, big letdown that Otis did not get to cash in his title, you know, but maybe next time. maybe in the future, a little early for future. him. They broke them up, which makes no sense. And he didn't at least give him a title match. I don't know. What are you going to do with it's them? Funny. You break them up and then they don't even like wrestle each other. <laughs> What's the point of breaking right. them up? Now that Otis is well, oh, you don't even watch. Otis is a tag team with uh, Gable now. <laughs> Chad, yeah, Chad Gable. I know that. Chad Gable's like a weird, oh, almost like a DDP, like inspirational speaker, like motivational guy. But he's like, it's like a got like an evil tint to it, like it, almost like he's a cult leader kind of thing. That's it's, cool. It's it's weird, but then like. Then they were teaming with Daniel Bryan, like <laughs> trying to train him for the Royal Rumble. <laughs> it's so weird. And Gable, so, Gable was the one who was uh, Shorty G, right? Who was what? I'm sorry, Kurt Angle's son, or is that the other one? No, no, that was Jason Jordan. Jason that was Jordan. the other one. But they were the tag team together, right? Correct, yeah. American Alpha. Show us how much you watch NXT. <laughs> Next up, I have Evil turning on Lij. That was a pretty big deal in New Japan. Uh, no one has left Lij until you know, he turned on Naito, and then I he, love Evil too. Yeah, and then he took the titles like the next night, so they moved that pretty fast. Yeah, it was an interesting little turn that he joined the Bullet Club, and that you know created a whole new Bullet Club deal, which I think we. What? Yeah, it's I think we've talked about that, how it's definitely got definitive eras. I think is this their sixth year? It seems like it's been forever. Like I can't believe that it's only been a you know a handful of years ago that it was straight up uh you know, Kenny and the Bucks and, and Cody and all them. Like that was not that long ago. We're not talking like ten years, we're talking like it, three. It feels like a ton. Yeah. Because every year they really do like reinvent themselves, which is good. Good for them. It'd be cool if it just became a thing that's like an institution. Like, oh, this guy's Bullet Club. Like he's that's like a rub. You become a Bullet Club guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if they could keep. That's you know you're kind of losing dudes now. You don't have a ton of star power in it. The Tongas are kind of holding strong. Yeah. Like but yeah, it'd be cool if you could make it a. Uh, like that's a title. I became I became a Bullet Club. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's also crazy if they've only been around for like six years or so. That fucking Balor made it. So it was only six years ago. It seems like he's been in WWE for six years. I mean, the way he's but, going, he could just go back there at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. Fucking Adam Cole was in the Bullet Club. Yeah, <laughs> like Bullet Club all over the place. Yeah, now I'm. Getting screwed up on my list here. So, yeah, that was Evil turning on LIJ, which was a pretty big deal. Next up, you alluded to before, JCW bringing down the house, which is <laughs> Juggalo Championship Wrestling, which emanated at first 
from Violent J's backyard or his front yard, I should say, <laughs> in a real weird show. And then the next month, they did it from his house, in his house, <laughs> in each room. Which uh, I would rank the bathroom and the bedroom matches my two favorite. Those were <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I don't think I really watched all of them. I need to go back and I don't know why I didn't. And I watched that month all out of order. So um, I, uh, All I've watched from December was that and the uh, concert, which was horrible. I stayed up so late for whatever <laughs> that turned out to be. That really did throw me off. That's funny. Like for the last couple months, I've been very sticking to like during lunch. I, you know, I keep track of where I left off and I rewatch da da da. But then I skipped ahead and watched that concert and just it. I haven't watched anything else since. I stayed was, up and watched that concert live, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, all right, I'm up this late. I'm gonna get some. Just watch ICP. It'll be cool. There's like somewhat of a crowd, and then they're like. Three songs in the Shaggy, they're like, Valajay's homesick. Let's show him some love. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah I, the JCW was hilarious to me. The, the Like I said, the bedroom match had like big, fat, shitty guy who they like, just kept making fun of. And then his <laughs> shitty cat got all scared and ran away. <laughs> shitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> like Jay, Jay was great at selling like don't do they're, they're destroying my house don't do that don't do that. and Shaggy's like well you invited us here I don't know what you want <laughs> yeah I mean it was it was good how they did it like uh, yeah. I need to go back and rewatch it but uh and like him just like straight up being a fan for, like Rhino's goring somewhere in my kitchen like he was just so excited about <laughs> Rhino being there He's like, oh, he's eating with my potato chips. I just bought those. <laughs> and they pulled some names. Like, that's what I didn't, couldn't comprehend how they got, like, Teddy Hart at that show. Yeah, Teddy Hart is doing, like, moonsaults off of his, like, bookcase in his bedroom and shit. <laughs> like, how do you book fucking that many guys just to, are they just all standing outside? Like, <laughs> right. where, are they getting, where are they getting dressed? Are they, like, showering in his house? What's, what's going on here? Is that the? Yeah. Is that it? When they're wrestling in the bathroom. <laughs> they're like by the toilet. The one guy gives him like a swirly. Shaggy just goes, "I like to question, question why you got your fucking toilet brush hanging on the wall like it's an orifice. He's literally on a hook hanging on the wall. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> uh, is that the? Well, that that show wasn't like cinematic, right? Because you say that was like the first. <laughs> that was just filmed in his house. It definitely wasn't cinematic. Yeah. All right, just making sure, seeing <laughs> if they're getting ahead of the curve. They oh. did reference uh, like some Japanese, like Shaggy pulls out a reference to like a Japanese uh, match that happened in a house. Like they were like referencing the original version or whatever they did. It was kind of funny. That's funny. Next, we have Bray Wyatt, who is simply, we just put Bray Wyatt, I think, because he's yeah, the man. He's, but. The, he's the MVP of the year, right? It, he's up there. I mean, top three for sure. If it's not him, if it's not... Uh, Ibushi? Uh, yeah, I was going to say Kenny Omega. Yeah. Just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, but those are Honestly. like, yeah, those are like little sparkles, but like, yeah, What's his name? 
Bray Wyatt's been all year long. So and it was the year that he finally like reached what we all kept expecting to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, not just losing the fucking the Undertaker at yeah, WrestleMania. Starting to get sweet, starting to get sweet, get buried, spicy, <laughs> get buried by Taker. Yeah, they just let him run yeah. as like the man for a while there. Yeah, no, that's a good call. Like him just simply being there is his whole year, like the MVP year for sure. Without that, I don't know what I'm watching on WWE. Like, am I watching anything? I, I don't know. Under the table. Well, yeah, I mean, that's real good, too. I'm not going to deny that, but without Bray Wyatt, I don't think I'm even tuning in. Right. So That little, dude, like the Fireflies Funhouse song kicks in. Yeah. Oh, shit, this is going to be sweet. What is this? <laughs> Next up on our list, we're crossing the three-quarter point. Here We've we already crossed the three-quarter point. We're in the home stretch here. <laughs> it's time to bring in Darko and Eldon Campbell. <laughs> this is... <laughs> fourth quarter blowout this is the uh, uh chase howard edition of the michigan he got his son out there playing you know it's a he's the darko of michigan before, you know? uh we have darby allen winning the tnt title he's been you know uh around and having good matches with cody and kind of pushing the limit and then he finally uh finally won the big one and beat him for the tnt title he beat Cody, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He did. The last pay review. Um, I still uh, don't get Darby Allen, but you just don't like his pants. <laughs> he's wearing woman's leggings. And he's got tiny, skinny legs. It creeps me out. <laughs> now he's teaming with Sting. <laughs> you just you, you don't like you don't like him because he's against Team Taz. That's true. I'm waiting for my boy Ricky Starks to win the belt from him. I just, I don't, they must have shown it on a clip where, uh, I mean, that feud, that's something that AEW does well, like drawing feuds out for a long period of time. Yeah. The fact that, like, him and Cage have, like, kind of gone for a really long time with their feud where fucking Brian Cage put him in the in the body bag and then power bombed him on the oh, stage. That was, real sweet. Fuck. that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but fuck, have you, like, rewatched that lately? Like, the way he falls is like on his fucking head. It's I like still, a sack of potatoes. I still think back to the pay per view until where he took the fucking cracker barrel. Yeah, yeah. And dove backwards. I'm like, woof, there wasn't much give to that thing. No. What about the one? Was that like the first or second? I think it was a dynamite where he did the coffin drop onto the apron and yeah. fucking. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he's he's had some some yeah. money matches. I can't deny watching. He's sweet in matches. I just promo and character to me just don't click. But I get you know, like Jeff Hardy. People love Jeff Hardy. I never was into him. Yeah, you were. You love Jeff Hardy. I love the Hardys. So <laughs> Jeff Hardy, I was not a fan of. You loved yelling at him at house shows. Oh, we were second row for Raw. And he had like goblin knee pads on. We kept talking shit to him. He was like just shaking his head in the turnbuckle. <laughs> I'm like, what a couple of assholes we were back then. Back then. <laughs> uh, next up, I have Drake Maverick winning his contract back. So we didn't really talk about him before with uh, him getting fired in April. Yeah. But it's just such a weird one. Either. Again, did they lock into that or did they plan it? That he was getting fired. He had this huge speech that everyone like 
latched on to. Yeah, that's what I was curious uh, about. Was that planned or was that organic and they brought him back because that speech was so good? Yeah, if that was planned, that was real smart. Even if they just saw what he did and brought him back because of it, I mean, that's at least they recognized what yeah. was happening. So, but yeah, and then he's like, well, he's still got to wrestle a match, and then he was in a tournament, and then he, you know, won his contract. So good for him. He's stuck around. Yeah, he's a cool, cool character. Love and, the 24 uh, 7 stuff. <laughs> he got a figure. And, uh, <laughs> He's, yeah, no, I like, I've always liked Drake Maverick, so it's good to see. I don't know, is he still on, like, NXT or 205? I have no idea, but he's got a job, so that's all that matters. <laughs> so, just because I don't see you doesn't mean you're not doing something. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing something. Uh, uh, next up is your baby, MJF and Chris Jericho. Oh, probably the best moment of the whole year, right? <laughs> I'm not as into it as everyone else is, but I understand. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Man. It was fun. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think. This this pick encompasses the entire storyline of them, too, which is good. Uh, Yeah, I, I thought we... Yeah, you're right. We It's the whole thing. Yeah, which it's it's been great, and you can see where it's leading. It's going to be a battle for um the the hell are they called inner circle inner circle between jericho and mjf which is cool it's your way to build mjf and make him you know because he has all the the deals to be the top dude he just i feel like he's just not he hasn't any like he hasn't wrestled anyone big so he's just like a guy Not everyone can be the top guy at the same time. Yeah, like he has all of it. Like he's hilarious. He's funny. He's good matches. The epitome of a heel (laughs) to a T. But yeah, I feel like he needs to like wrestle someone established to like maybe bump him up. So that's where that's going. Yeah, I guess like the pro. The only big those two. The only big match he really had was like against uh, Cody, right? He yeah. had one or two against them. And then yeah, so this is going to be Jericho. the problem with AW in general. You've got a, a lot of young guys and Jericho, who's just kind of there to – you have to build off him. And Matt Hardy. Who else? Uh, Moxley. Yeah. So. Uh, Kingston. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like MJF is like a future like top bad guy in the company. But, yeah, all that aside, the promo with those two – doing song and dance like <laughs> one-upping each other on how shitty they're gonna make their steak was so funny yeah that was funny <laughs> and then like was it a week or two later when they all went to vegas so like yeah that's all encompassing those two and he bought them all those jackets and they all hated yeah. for it still <laughs> and sammy Guevara's was huge <laughs> <laughs> i think the uh santa Ortiz, I always get the names confused. Ortiz is the big dude, right? Ortiz is the shorter, crazy one. Yeah, the Duggan-like one. Santana, <laughs> Santana like wears his jacket and likes it, but like Ortiz doesn't like him. Like I like how like half the group likes him and doesn't. Yeah, which you could tell is building towards like half siding with one, half siding with the other, which would be cool. They're kind of like now leading into they're all on the same page, but yeah, you're assuming that's. Yeah, like they all come together and then it splits again. 
And then you fight for like ownership of the inner circle. <laughs> you forgot their name again. <laughs> I always get that in the dark order confused. They are very confusing. Everyone's a stable. Well, I mean, that's very new Japan like, right? Right. Where it's either bullet club or LIJ or chaos. And that's like, that's it. That's how it is. Which I'm okay with that. That's fine. I'll add that to next year's list is uh that stable I was texting you about I like that uh Osprey runs. Oh yeah, yeah. The King that just, or whatever. Did that just start at Wrestle Kingdom? No, it sounded like it was before then because they were kind of giving some backstories. So there you go. Can't be twenty twenty one. Can't jump in there. Yeah, I don't know their name. They're not the kingdom. They're the something else. It's something like that, though. Like the Empire or something. Yeah. Whatever. You've watched more New Japan than I have this year. <laughs> That'll change I told you, quickly. New Year's resolution is to try to keep up on stuff. We want a, we want a wrestling-themed podcast and company. we got to be up on what's going on. <laughs> yeah. It's all based on nostalgia and nonsense. <laughs> And nicheness. That's how like I should just watch more old stuff instead of watching any new stuff, probably. <laughs> yeah. We should just be watching like Memphis <laughs> every week instead of watching anything new. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like, who's your favorite wrestler? I don't know, Eddie Gilbert. <laughs> I don't want to watch what's that uh what's the one that like dug in and uh, uh Mid South or UWF? Mid South is the one I wanna like dive into. Well, just like Butch Reed and DiBiase yeah, and One Man Gang. Watch. Did you ever get that DVD? The Best of the Mid-South? I, I think I have it. That was like one of the later actual DVDs before, you know, yeah. I think they stopped doing them. All right. We spent a lot of time on uh, <laughs> the inner circle. Uh, speaking of multiple leaders, the next one is multiple leaders of the Bullet Club. I think that's... We touched on it before, but that is uh, Jay White being the leader, but with uh, Evil coming over, kind of trying to phase him out, that was a storyline within the G1. They were both in different, I think they were in different blocks, and then Kenta was in the block with Evil, and they were trying to like, oh, you know, like I have more points, like I should be winning this match or whatever, but then evil just beats the piss out of him. Trying so, to scream him. Yeah. And then like their promos, you know, cause a block B block, like every other show. Right. So you'd have white and evil kind of going back and forth with each other that way. Again, side note, the best part of the G one are all promos. new Japan. The promos at the end are fucking phenomenal. You always have to watch those. Um, the screen grabs always crack me up. <laughs> yeah. Just the uh, <laughs> the captions at the bottom. Yeah, the nonsense that they talk about. But, uh, yeah, I don't really know if that's resolved or if they're, like, still building towards white and, and evil wrestling. Like, I, I, maybe I White is uh, gone. They said his profile's pulled off of the website. Uh-oh. So who's the leader? Evil, I guess. Tonga. To, How is Tonga Tonga not the leader? That's that's true. I don't know. He looks weird with his uh, like clean shaven. Yeah, I don't like it. I did like. Was that a tw- again twenty twenty or was that nineteen? Where was it the, the year in the G one where they were just 
beating the shit out of everyone and getting disqualified every time. And then the and then the next year they're like he was like the good guy. <laughs> he was trying to like be good to everyone. Like that's a nice little turn. Like that. That's what I like about New Japan. Every year, every the guys like the year have before. yeah, and they have their own little gimmick. So their own little storyline. So all right, we'll see how the Bullet Club proceeds this year. I'm sure, something will happen that we'll enjoy. Next up is this WWE Cinematic Universe, which we've kind of talked about and detail on all those i don't yeah, know it kind of disappeared i feel like now they feel like they've already put it to the uh dustbin you know retired yeah i, I was loving it i was kind of hoping. i mean hopefully that i was hoping they didn't like kill it off by doing it too much so maybe that's what they're doing but yeah they did they do any that we didn't touch on uh i guess edge and was edge and orton cinematic yeah that was at least a little bit of it was in the beginning. Um, but yeah, other than the two they at Mania. Two, they had the and, one where they like wrestled throughout the, the entire arena and they wound up on the top of the semi. And then they had the one yeah. that was the greatest match ever or whatever. Yeah. Those weren't really cinematic, though. They were just, I don't know. It wasn't like the fucking swamp match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't touch on that, the swamp match. Yeah. Well, um, there's probably a reason. That shit was that. That's where it started. Like everyone was progressively getting worse. So, you know, and they swap match had potential. Like that was the one that should have been it. It didn't make our list. I tell you what, <laughs> if it would have been that good, it would have made it. Uh, Thunder Rosa makes our list. Being what do you call it? NWA. I can't even believe we don't remember the NWA. Uh, <laughs> Becoming the NWA champion and then eventually crossing over to AEW, whether that's going to be a full-time thing or. Yeah. I don't know if she's a uh, fully on cause she's lost the belt, right? She's not a champion, but she's still on AEW. The yes. And she's, she feuding with Brit. I don't know. Like she keeps getting in pull aparts with someone. I think it's with Brit Baker. I don't know. It was just cool seeing her like be the star in NWA and then going to AEW and like making that belt sweet there and just seemed yeah. like she like was it for a while there. Should have been Allison K. <laughs> Goddamn Thunder Rosa taking everyone's Down Thunder uh, Rosa. Yeah, I am too. And we have back to back NWA ones here. We're going from Thunder Rosa to another Eddie Kingston's fire promo. <laughs> so great. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was another level. I mean, not that he doesn't have enough in AEW, but the one that he had in NWA was fucking ridiculous. Uh, when we were making this list, I went back and rewatched it again. And uh, have you rewatched it recently? No. Oh, God. like so, it's him alone against Pope and his tag team. I don't even know what those two guys, what their names are. Yeah. Uh, but he comes out. And just starts fucking talking, and the look on everyone's faces are just like, I, there's no coming back. Like, they just, they, they were speechless. So, <laughs> definitely worth the rewatch to see how real he gets real fast. Relax, relax. I'm not doing nothing. You know what I mean? My hands are behind my back. You know what I'm saying? I'm being a good boy. You know, because the NWA told me I gotta relax because, you know, I came here today and. I had a screwdriver in my pocket. 
I got me a wrench, and they said, you know, Eddie, uh, please don't do that. When I should. I should go right after your eyes. Yeah. I should go after your tongue and rip it out your mouth. Look at me. Look at me. You two be easy. You two be easy. You better look at me. Yeah, put them in front of you. But look at me and understand something. Don't you ever in your life disrespect homicide like that. That man built New York City. Yeah. That man made stars. But all those people like me who are champions in other companies, he made. He made them. And he is my blood. Because of him, I didn't commit suicide. Do you understand that? That's reality. That's real. I died for that man. I cried for that man. And you disrespect him, I should bury you where you stand. Ric Flair, grandiose, uh, you know, limousine ride and all that promos. Great. And then you have, like, Eddie Kingston, the other level of, like, you said realist. Like, man, this is heavy shit promo. Yeah. But just the same level of that's how good it is. Jeez, look at you putting those two on the same level. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Like it's, I don't know. We're not professional wrestlers. We're obviously not professional speakers. <laughs> I'm definitely not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you always hear them say like you you have to be real and believe what you say, and you can't be a character. Like, and, and I can't, I can't watch. I can't sit and watch like a random raw and judge like, well, it looks like Sheamus is reading off a cue card, but Miz is better, but Morrison and like, I, they're all just kind of the same level of shitty to me. Um, but fucking when you talk about just not having a script and being real, like, goddamn, if that's not Eddie Kingston, I don't know what is. Right. Speaking of now that I bring that up, I've kind of noticed recently that the Miz is a little terrible on the mic. Like, I don't know what's happening, but it's, he's almost going so far over the cheesy edge that it's like not good. I can't say I watched any of Miz in the past year, so I don't know. (laughs) It's, I mean, it's, it's entertaining, but it's just, I think it's going over the top now. And I just, I don't know where it's going. So yeah, he's someone who probably needs to adapt and, you know, make something new because He's kind of been that guy forever. And when he tries to be... Again, well, there we go. That's a very good example. I'm glad I thought of it. <laughs> uh, like, it, it's that's his character, and he's very good at it. But his best promo ever was on Daniel Bryan on that talking yeah. smack. Shit-talking him. Yeah. Just incorporate that a little more. Don't be this, like, jokester who, you know... I don't know. Whatever. That's... He knows what he's doing, and I don't. So, <laughs> Next up, we have Naito as double champion. I can't believe that happened a year ago, <laughs> but that was uh, last Wrestle Kingdom. What, did, he, did he win the IC belt in one night and then the world in the next? I think that's how it went, right? Fuck, I don't know. It was so long ago. <laughs> it's so weird that there's like, or did he come in as IC champ? No, that seems right. He came in as champ. IC champ and then won the world title. Which I just listened to a, a year in review of a, we don't talk about it much, but the virtual pros podcast. Oh yeah. Um, real funny. And they brought up, I guess Meltzer brought it up, but they reiterated it that all this time for years, they were saying, you know, once Nido wins the title, it's kind of over. Like there's nothing else to build towards because you're building for so long to that. So once it happened, everyone was like, well, 
what do we do now? And it just kind of flamed out now New Japan may be on the downswing, but it's fine though hopefully like we were waiting for Ibushi to win it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like I don't even they said that hopefully he's the one that keeps the spark going, but I guess maybe it's because we're not totally invested in the long term of Naito, but over the years that was just like the the long burning angle, which I get. So the thing and then once it happens, on this year's Wrestle Kingdom is Okada being like so young, <laughs> like that guy can still have crazy runs. It's kind of wild. Yeah, he peaked that early. Yeah, yeah, he's got a ton of time left in him. You got fucking Tanahashi still has time in him and he's been there forever <laughs> Tanahashi is supposed to be like he's like straight up Hulk Hogan there the way they talk about how old he is <laughs> yeah old ass man and he's fucking jacked <laughs> Goddamn beautiful hair <laughs> uh, I wish my next one had beautiful hair but it doesn't no, no segue here and well this one's false. I don't know why you wrote this, so I, I, I don't even believe this. <laughs> AEW figures hit retail. <laughs> I have no proof that that's ever happened. I found a Dustin Reynolds. I won't believe it until I see it. I didn't buy it. I so. sat there and held it. I'm like, should I buy this? I'm like, no, because I want to buy them all then. I'm skipping this one because I, this has not happened in my lifetime. So, <laughs> fuck those figures. Can't find them anywhere. Uh, Firefly Funhouse is next. We've kind of talked about that. But yeah, we've touched on that enough to just say that Bray's the, the man and the Funhouse has been the best stuff happening. Yeah, for sure. Um, two nights of WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, maybe by necessity. I don't know if that made it better or worse. Um, I I thought I, I looking back, I'd like to rewatch those two in like hindsight because when it happened, like I said, it was in the middle of it being horrible, and you're like not knowing what the future's gonna be, and it was just a nice like four hours a piece of just tuning out watching wrestling in White Castle, which the last time I bought White Castle was for that. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, I, I feel like. They did it right because both nights were independent. So the, I guess even this year a little bit, but last year, Wrestle Kingdom two nights seemed like two different shows, like back to back shows, and mm-hmm. WrestleMania seemed like two. Seemed like one show split in half, which I liked. I, I didn't like Wrestle Kingdom because your first main event is like now devalued because you're waiting for the second main event. Yeah. It, That's it, the first hinging event on it. dictates the second main event. Yeah. I, I don't really like that. I, I like I them agree. being totally separate. It's like having the Royal rumble on one night of WrestleMania. And then the next one being the, the title match. Right. Surprise. Surprise. I don't fucking do that. But you know, we should, we should have been one of the picks for this year was pay-per-views being less than four hours each. <laughs> it's true. And Thank God, that should be number one. Pay-per-view that ends before 10 is exciting. <laughs> I can't believe it. What a world we live in. Um, where did that come off? Oh, yeah, Two Nights of WrestleMania. So, yeah, if that's how it is, so be it. I, I think they actually did a pretty good job. Better than Wrestle Kingdom did. Yeah. So. But that could easily change. They could fuck it up. <laughs> Blink of an eye. It'll become two nights at six hours apiece. <laughs> 
It'll be NXT in there and fucking Walter and the UK. I guess we missed this. I didn't. There's a NXT UK show yesterday, the day before, and Walter just fucking murdered somebody. Oh, nice. Like the the only like tweet I saw was I just saw Walter murder a man. <laughs> so they have to go back and watch that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sasha Banks on the Mandalorian. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Those are just words that don't make any sense. I don't know what that means. Uh, she was on two episodes of the Mandalorian. She showed up on, I think it was episode two, uh, playing a other Mandalorian, and then shows up later on in the series. And she she does a. <sighs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. DT on someone, which is pretty sweet. I enjoy. I love Star Wars. I love wrestling, so to see them together crossover <laughs> and to be oblivious to knowing a good crossover on the biggest one of the biggest shows of the year, they just don't even reference it. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. They didn't mention it. Like that was hands down top five, one of the biggest shows of the year. WWE doesn't does not even mention that Sasha Banks was on it. I'm pretty sure Cobra Kai is the number one show of the year. Uh, according to the most streaming of the year, it's The Office was the number one streaming show. <laughs> 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 I was just choked. I would never stream The Office because every time I turn on fucking Comedy Central, it's on. Well, we actually, at the very beginning of this, we watched all of The Office and then watched 30 Rock for the first time, which I, after one watch of 30 Rock, I put it above The Office, I think. Oh my God. I thought 30 Rock was so good and like I cared more about their characters than The Office characters. That's interesting. There's a debate. There's another discussion. The- the real debate, I think, is uh, community versus Parks and Rec. That's uh, Caleb and his one, my buddy Caleb and uh, Matt, they were discussing community, saying how good it was. But I think they also still put Parks and Rec above it. But Isn't it Nick watch just watching uh, community right now? I think he's starting going through it. Yeah, I've heard that's really funny. Yeah, so they're... You haven't watched it. Oh, no, you've watched Park, Parks and Rec, right? That's what I was saying. After we watched Office and then went to Parks and Rec, because like when I when it first came out, I watched like season one and like didn't get into it and fell out. And then like multiple people told me, you need to muscle through season one because once that one <laughs> dude leaves, it becomes awesome. And then I, you know, we did and it was like, oh, shit. I, okay, I see, I see the jump off now where the show becomes awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm in the middle of a Seinfeld rewatch. I know. I'm the season, the uh, halfway through the season before the final season, hmm. seven or eight or whatever it's on. What's after Seinfeld? Uh, I think we're on Shit's Creek. Everyone keeps telling us to watch that. That's true. You know, I, we've been debating that too. Is that on something? Is that totally on? Uh, okay, like when you do that. We'll start doing it too. Like, we'll try to watch it at the same time. Yeah. And then after that, uh, I think Sopranos finally. Yeah, I've been waiting for you for that. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. I'm also watching Punisher on my own because I finally dove back into the uh, Marvel Netflix shows. The only thing I know about that is that I saw that <laughs> we haven't been political in a long time. <laughs> um, that people are calling for Marvel to like stop everything Punisher because it's too close to real life or whatever. Well, even that's the storylines on there are pretty, uh, <laughs> referencing stuff that's happening right now. And I'm like, Oh man. <laughs> so I gotta make sure well, I watch those before they get pulled. 
<laughs> so you can plot your next move. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my uh, next move, I'll be enjoying some beverages Wednesday, watching Bruce Springsteen play the inauguration. <laughs> and eating cones with your hands. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. That's our, that's how our president is coming. <laughs> White dress shirt, <laughs> coney in hand. It's fucking cock the head to the side and fucking chop it down. All right. What topic are we Come on. Right <laughs> that was Sasha Banks and the Mandalorian. <laughs> Started talking about conies. <clears throat> oh god. Okay, we're in the final ten. Let's let's That's knock cool. through these AEW gimmick matches. I think they're bringing. And there were more that I couldn't think of when I wrote this, but dog collar matches and false count anywhere and the the one they had out in the parking lot. Like I think. They're just doing a good job of being old school. And, yeah, sprinkling you know, in a lot of old school and new school, like brand new type things. Yeah, like what's next? Like where they're bringing back the fucking like strap match. And, you know, just yeah, go well, that route. But someone right, dog collar. I, I totally forgot that they were, but right before COVID, they were supposed to do the blood. The games. war games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be like war games, which is real funny that they would have done one as NXT is doing them. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, you never know what that yeah, was going to be because that was over like, a cage. You know, like is there yeah. blueprints that you say you own the rights to the, the look of that cage? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're going to do something different with that. Like, I, I guess we'll never know, right? Because I mean, people do like uh, New Japan did a Rumble. You know, that the opening match was a Royal Rumble. You're not going to sue them over a type of match. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sure if they could, they would. <laughs> they might try. I mean, it's funny that WWE never used War Games because fucking Court Bauer owned the name. Like, he, oh, really? he got the... Yeah. So he... Other people used it, but I guess like, who cares? Fucking IWM and South used it. They sold the four DVDs, you know? But, uh... So, like, he owned it, used it in MLW, and then I think sold it to WWE. Uh, fuck, who knows how much money he made off of that. Right. They were but, paying for it for sure. That's why you're looking and seeing all those IPs out there and you need to fucking buy one and then, oh, you know, Halloween Havoc's up. That'd be cool. <laughs> and then they just go and get it. Like, you should have, we need to stag shit like that. I thought about buying uh, Tuesday Night Titans because I believe they let that expire. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's go. That was like, I think the show ended and they just never re-upped it. Because no one gives a fuck about it but us. <laughs> yeah, let's make that official. Good lord. Own Tuesday Night Titans. <laughs> Speaking of, we need to get in talks about doing yeah, what we yeah, were talking about doing. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll start pushing that this week, so... Oh, uh, speaking of gimmick matches, man, gimmicks upon gimmicks here. Stadium Stampede. Oh, man, that was, uh, a good, that was top three, I'd say. The cinematic runs. That was great. Yeah, yeah, that was real fun. Uh, Fucking rode a horse whole football field, man. <laughs> yeah, there's so much nonsense in that from, like, doing the suplexes all the way across the stadium to the Lake of Reincarnation to... Jericho doing the elbow to the uh, mascot. The mascot, yeah. There's there's a ton of good stuff in that one. So, yeah, that was. Cool. I wish I wish there was a better way to rewatch. You know, I would like. But, I would even buy DVDs of some of their. I mean, it's easy I, now to say that because there's just you know 
not many shows. So you're like, oh, I collect the DVDs of them until it just becomes out of hand. But yeah, I think they did. I think they just put them all out yeah. um, recently. But yeah, I'm not going to pay thirty dollars for each one or whatever. No, they're ten bucks a piece. <laughs> More nonsense. Russell House. That was um, uh, the, the two three weeks of impact. I did tune into on Twitch. <laughs> I caught some good <laughs> Russell House. <laughs> just. Yeah, I mean, just straight up, ten people who they had nothing to do with wrestling. They just put them in a real world house and had them wrestle shitty matches and have funny storylines and yeah. I mean, it's everything that we like about wrestling. Yeah, they got to the cameras of them talking about what's going on in the house. Yeah. Oh, we should talk to Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> so that was talking about MVP of 2020 it could be Russell House um, here's a group that kind of was on the way up and COVID kind of fucked over was 440 and GCW I mean which is cool for someone we, we know in the group and yeah. other guys we watch you know like uh, if Shane. they would have they were like again we talk about what was like a week away they were ready to do that show in Cleveland and that would have been fucking off the charts. Cause they would have been, you know, it would have been like they're sold out. Yeah, they would have been the face. Yeah. Like, yeah. Canadian stampede where they're, they're the faces on the car. <laughs> real sweet. Like, I'm sure you can recreate that eventually, but, and they've continued on, but God, that was a missed opportunity by no fault of their own. So, that's something would be fun to talk to Greg Iron about is like how hot they were getting there and like yeah what do you do now that it kind of just got steamrolled and yeah I think I think I actually think we did and like we he alluded to the fact well not alluded to it that's the wrong word that it's not like when someone gets hurt and then everyone else marches past you that sucks but the, at least everyone was in the same boat like you can't complain that yeah yeah the world didn't pass you by like if you don't adapt then that's your fault so at least everyone's on the same playing field it's just they got dealt a shitty hand so. right uh, <laughs> next up roman's teeth <laughs> oh my god look at his teeth <laughs> i think it had to be at the pay-per-view because when he came back and, and did whatever and re-debuted, I was at my buddy Sean's house, and there was a, us, Raul, and I think another one of his friends, and we're just like, what is different about Roman Reigns? <laughs> like, why does he look so different? It's like, his teeth are so fucking white. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so that's jarring. But. Roman's teeth. <laughs> hey, I don't see you picking anything better. When you say we need a hundred things, and there's thirty, and I gotta sit there and plug them in. I'm Let's totally see. down with that. I, that's I want more of that stuff. <laughs> more Roman's teeth. More Roman's teeth. More <laughs> Bret Hart Instagram photos. If <laughs> if this was twenty years ago, my AOL screen name would be Roman's teeth. Ah. <laughs> uh, Next, you have WWE Uncaged on Spotify. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> Stupid. 
the best is when I was talking we had the group text and Andrew brought it up and I was all excited and you're like that's a year that that's the one really <laughs> listening to the wrong one yeah I, I didn't understand what you were talking about I'm like uh, there's another one but but they that's the Spotify is horrible for bands getting paid but it, it is perfect for WWE to put out uh, the Southern Justice theme song and like seventeen <laughs> yeah. versions of like Tenzai theme songs. Like you're not gonna <laughs> sell those anywhere, but on a free no. streaming service or you know a monthly paid streaming service, you could put out these compilations of weird theme songs and not have to worry about like eating the cost of trying to sell an album. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect for that. Spotify is also perfect to listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just search right. twenty by twenty pod, and <laughs> you're right there. <laughs> Here's a good one, and we could talk about how this works forever. This could be a dark horse for MVP of the year. Dark Order, Colt Cabana. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Like again, did they luck into this? Did they know what they were doing? But it's just so so perfect that. They're all like the dastardly heels and he just comes out and he's kind of shielded from it. And they like, don't let him see what they're doing. And he, he waves he and like, excited. they actually won a match. Cause he was like losing yeah. every match going into it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The fact that his shirt says Colt Cabana and like the, the, the way the stitching is makes it look like Colt instead <laughs> of Colt. Like, it's so funny. Oh, yeah, everything they've done with him, I, I enjoy oh, him. I hope I love too when uh, Brody Lee would like berate him. He'd get all upset and like player Uno would have to like, yeah. oh, it's okay. He like, okay, okay, I get it now. He's like, <laughs> he, like uh, console him. Everyone being all serious in line and him just kind of like popping out, like not wearing like the same outfits or colors. Just he's just part of the Dark Order. Like that was that that in New Japan where they all came out for. Uh, was it the, the life <laughs> tribute rig or the, the referee tribute? Where he came uh, out Todd, who came out? Was was it him that came out? He came out, but it was like he thought everyone from the locker room was coming out, but it was just like it was just, stable. Just chaos. Staying <laughs> 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 there all confused. That kind of makes me think of like him in Dark Order. Like yeah. Confused to be there. That is funny. God, I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, that's. Highly entertaining, and hopefully they can uh, keep that going, obviously. Coming to the uh, last couple here, Edge's Royal Rumble return. That was a big deal, obviously, because no one thought he was ever going to come back, and that kind of sprung up on us. Yeah, there was like a rumor going into that night, and we were, I remember we were all in Jacob's uh, basement back when you could have parties. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was a, it was a cool moment. Exciting to see. Is he going to come back again, or is he just out? Like, what are what are we doing here? Yeah, he's not on the roster right now, is he? I don't know. Like, was he hurt? I don't remember how that all happened. You watch the show more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, number, yeah, we're getting down here. Uh, the Last Ride. I assume that is the... The show, yeah. not the not the move. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. That was uh, kind of the way um, Disney does their TV shows too. Is it's once a week it comes out, so it made you tune in each week. And 
I like that. Yeah, Cobra Kai, they dump all 10 at once and you like feel the need to binge it. Yeah. We, we try to like split it up so that you're not waiting another year for the next season. But Yeah, it seems like Netflix does the dump of like the entire season. You Everyone watches it in one night where uh, Disney and then uh, for whatever reason, The Last Ride was the same way where they made it a weekly thing. And I feel like it just worked better. More people were watching it communally and like talking about it at the same time just made it more you, of an event you remember that when we do our juggalo podcast and you want to dump them all at the same time and i say nay do them <laughs> once a week I, I i just say we record them all at once and then i i see being ahead of it i just i, I think you lean towards the dump I lean towards actually doing it, so let's <laughs> get on that. Hey, around Halloween, I was all ready. I was fully feeling it. I had the Halloween lights up. <laughs> what are you doing? Anyways. Uh, okay. Uh, Asuka's empty arena commentary. <laughs> this is you, I don't. I love this. Like, I'm not super into Asuka, but like when they brought her out for commentary during the first couple shows of COVID, she's just not speaking any English. She's just yelling and screaming at the top of her lungs, which you can hear throughout the whole arena. Um, Comedy at its best. And she's kind of tapered it down a little bit. And her English is like actually pretty decent. Like she's cutting like promos that you can understand. So, Um, but yeah, just the fact that she was just screaming bloody murder during matches that, I don't know what she was saying, but it was highly entertaining. So I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if her, from commentary doing that, but yeah, just her at ringside and like yelling cracks me up. And then finally, pre- good one to end on: MJF being a heel twenty four seven. I mean, again, we may have touched on this in the past. I'm not a hundred percent sold on MJF being like the end-all, be-all heel right now. Like uh, People talk like he's the best ever, and I'm like, we need to pump the brakes a little bit on this. But the, fa- the fact that he ch- <laughs> charges people for an autograph at a charity event, or that he shit-talks kids online, or that he <laughs> takes a swing at fucking Brody Lee's kid during a tribute show. I mean... Oh, I mean that stuff is good. I, I'm happy that he's doing it. Yeah, he's I just fully in. Yeah, the, he's committed. That's for sure. Um, to be funny to like when we do next year's, where he'll be because yeah, he could be the man. You know, in a year from now. Yeah. He has a yeah. If they if they go in that direction, he could be. I don't know. I think he's a little too like campy and and comedy and not like that's why i wonder if he just winds up becoming a face because i feel like he could pull pull it off you know yeah he becomes the cocky dickhead face you know which there's like alex riley (laughs) i would say it works unlike when jericho tries to do it and it's horrible he's sweet and i'm just you know (laughs) you know i was thinking the other day talking about uh the, the split of the inner circle or wherever and going back to people's political deals like J- Jake Hager is kind of a, a lunatic right wing wacko right oh, yeah. yeah him and Jericho are 
like basically QAnon, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like him in the ring and like his character's okay and he's been kind of funny recently, but yeah, then I heard him on Jericho the other day and I'm like, hey, I forgot that he's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> I forgot he's a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ironic because he had the We the People gimmick. <laughs> so are you telling me that he believed more of that gimmick than he'd lead us to believe? Uh, it, when it was happening, you assumed Zeb Coulter was more the real character, but I yeah. guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, at um, least Hangman Page. Matt's- Hangman Page is a pretty pro- progressive guy. It doesn't seem like he would be. I would think he'd be the total opposite. Why? Because he's a cowboy. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. He's he's, he's a just, young hip dude. <laughs> he's your average beer drinking American. You could just be a nihilist like Orange Cassidy. <laughs> That's how you accuse me of being. <laughs> yeah, eh, whatever. You you like to sit on the fence until you got stuck in the in the middle of QAnon Central. <laughs> Until I'm in the middle of the flat earth conspiracy. <laughs> then you realize how fucking crazy some people are. <laughs> well, you gotta do what you gotta do. And that is how we end the 2020 wrestling year. <laughs> talking. We started we started with conspiracies and we're ending with conspiracies. <laughs> we went around the around the globe. Literally. Not or figuratively, not literally, because <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if you see me. I retweeted someone. I think it was because Fight, the Fight Twitter account always has like 100 questions a day. Like you're saying, oh, who's your yeah. this? What's your this? And it was like, who's AJ's biggest uh, opponent or you know most t- or toughest opponent? Someone just goes, a globe. And I retweeted. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think he's – is he Flat Earth flat boy? Earth, I, I thought – yeah. <laughs> I thought he was just a staunch Republican. <laughs> I think he's full-blown conspiracy guy. He's <laughs> definitely anti-vaxxer. <laughs> Here we go. That's a whole nother. Uh... I think he said the uh, the uh, pandemic was a plandemic. I think he's one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, I have a spot for him if he ever needs a job. <laughs> He'll fit right in. Yeah, if he can run a lather a mill, we we got work for him. <laughs> is, is, are you done with us? Are you? Uh, we done enough uh, conspiracy yeah, talk? I think we're good. All right, this has been a good two episodes because this is not one. So <laughs> you know we're what? ending part two. Could be fucking four parts if we really want to stretch it out. So this has been a good one. I, I enjoyed. Going over 2020, and uh, yeah, who knows what'll be next? I'm sure we'll look forward to 2021, and everything will be hunky dory. Yeah, hopefully we see some people in person. Maybe probably in masks, not, but you know, whatever. Yeah, we'll we'll make it work. I I have some things in the works. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means, but we'll do something here eventually. All right, we're gonna tie this up. Uh, this has been Peter and Chris. With the 20 by 20 pod talking 2020 best of. Whoops, my, now my computer is about to die, so this is a good time to end this. <laughs> save the files. Yeah, save the files. Stop recording. See everyone later. Thank you. See ya.
Did you actually count how many things you put on Twitter? I think for the twenty by twenty. <laughs> because this list is ninety nine. <laughs> That's good. That's great. Yeah. I w- I I downloaded like two different apps. Kept trying to do it where I could like schedule them all to like just go on their own. I was wondering how you were doing. And like that. you could do it, but you couldn't do it in a you know like a chain you want to reply and keep adding to the same post. Oh yeah. Like yeah. you had to sign up for an account to do that, and I'm like. I don't use it enough to where I'm gonna. I, mean, I guess I could do like a trial just to do that, but yeah, that seems difficult. Yeah, so I need to plan that ahead next year. <laughs> well, I started the list. <laughs> we now have uh, we have two things on the list. I have <laughs> Drew McIntyre has COVID, and uh, I have Abushi winning at a. Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, that's Spoiler alert. I did see that. <laughs> if you didn't notice. I watched, I watched I a night and a half of that. I got to finish it. <laughs> I just watched two matches. Actually, I was watching it last Wednesday, getting halfway through it, and then I'm getting like notifications about the Capitol getting attacked. So I switched to that, and I'm like, totally forgot <laughs> to finish Wrestle Kingdom because the whole world went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's not true. At least Ibushi became God before we lost everything yes it's good to see that happen 